Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Good morning, Americans. It's Monday. Better than that. Yeah. It's Tax Day. Yes. Happy April 15th. Happy Tax Day. I thought I would never get here. I know that feeling of, gosh, I've given to good causes. I've really, really shared what I have with others today when it was forcibly ripped out of my bank account by my government. That feels so good. Oh, it yeah. just And then they squander it uh-huh. on turtle tunnels and saving the cave-dwelling Paiute trout. It's just such a great feeling. I mean... Wow, it feels like you're being sarcastic. No. You have options. Oh, my. You could rot in jail. Yes, Otherwise, you, could. you sure could. So you do have that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Keith tweeted out some uh, Calvin Coolidge, as he is wont to do. Oh, yes. All day today, I'm going to be loading up your Twitter feed with uh, great quotes on taxation from uh, smart minds like Silent Cal. Thanks for the warning. Uh, the collection of taxes, which are not absolutely required, which do not beyond reasonable doubt contribute to public welfare, is only a species of legalized larceny. <laughs> Under this republic, the rewards of industry belong to those who earn them. Oh, wow. I miss Calvin You don't Coolidge. get those days back. Nope. Those days are long gone. Legalized larceny, spoken by a we president. Have a, we have a president today who's talking about increasing... He's a Republican, and he's talking about increasing the gas tax. Ay, ay, ay. Make it stop. Oh, wish I could. <laughs> We're trying. Uh, you know, the government gives your hard-earned tax dollars to leftist causes... So, why not give to causes you believe in? Uh, if you have a mobile phone and you have AT&T or Verizon or Sprint, they're given to leftist causes. They're given to Planned Parenthood, anti-gun lobbies, and they spend a lot of money doing it. Hundreds of millions of dollars, in some cases, from these companies. Uh, and they've absolutely crossed the line, silencing conservatives, shadow bans on Twitter and Facebook, blocked ads on YouTube restricted searches on Google, and removing conservative apps from the App Store, as they did with Gregory Wrightstone. It's time for conservatives to wake up. You do have a choice. You can fight back with veteran-led Patriot Mobile. It's America's only conservative cell phone company. Every phone call protects your constitutional rights. Every bill fights for your freedom. You get the same reliable nationwide coverage you already have, and You get the knowledge that your hard-earned money is supporting conservative organizations like PTSD and PragerU and Alliance Defending Freedom. Plans start as low as 25 bucks a month, so don't wait any longer. Call today, 1-800-APATRIOT. 1-800-APATRIOT. Use the code BLAZE or visit patriotmobile.com slash blaze to have your activation fee waived. Let's not be silenced. Let's fight back. Join me and thousands of Americans by switching to Patriot Mobile today and let freedom ring. 888 uh, Speaking of banning ads on, uh, on some of these platforms, which is exactly what they did to Unplanned, the movie. Still did. I mean, it's still kind of hanging in there. Mm-hmm. Fell out of the top 10. It's a number 11 this last weekend. Yeah, and it's making an impact on society in a very positive way already. Yeah, there have been... There have been some Planned Parenthood uh, workers who have left. Since, was it 45? Uh, 94 that the uh, movie wow. directors are aware of. 94? Yeah. Now, 500 or so since I Abby like started up her website. But yeah, it says that at the, the last, end of the movie. 
couple of weeks. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, so it's it was number it went from eight to eleven this week. One point eight million. Uh, the number one movie at the box office was Shazam again. I don't know. I I can't bring myself to really no. It's at uh, twenty five million for the weekend. Ninety four point nine. So almost ninety five million since it came out in two we- two weeks ago. Uh, Little. I've never even heard heard of that movie. Fifteen point four million. Little. Hmm. Hellboy was third at twelve million. Pet Cemetery only took in ten. Oh, but it only cost twenty one to make, so it's up to forty one million since it came out. Dumbo's not doing well. Eighty nine point nine, so about ninety million in three weeks. It cost a hundred and seventy million to make. Oof. Captain Marvel though is a humongous hit. Three hundred eighty six point five million since it came out. Uh, then that uh, horror movie Us, something called After. Missing Link is that a cartoon or an animated animated thing? I don't know what yeah, Missing Link is. Yeah, I think it is, is actually. Either. That's uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and the Best of Enemies rounded out the top ten. But yeah, if you haven't seen, I, I'm just. I mean, it's doing well. I just think I would love it if everybody went to see this movie. This unplanned movie is so great. It is not an R-rated movie. I don't see R-rated movies. And I did the research on this. I mean, you see a little blood go through a tube. You see some blood on floors. That's it. That's it. There's not. I don't think there's a single swear word in the whole movie. Hmm. Uh, everybody's dressed modestly. <laughs> Nobody has sex. Well, obviously they do because they're showing up at Planned Parenthood. But you don't <laughs> see it, which is good. Fair point you make there. <laughs> That's how that works. Huh? Yeah, that is how that works. Yeah, yeah. You go, you know, you go into Planned Parenthood, and, and they help you plan for parenthood. Uh huh. Yeah, it's the worst named organization in the history of the planet. They help you plan not to be a parent. They absolutely do that. Uh, but as for helping, you know, plan families, no, there's none of that going on in Planned Parenthood. Triple eight, nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. We also had a bunch of uh, tweets, of course. Yeah, you got a bunch over there. Yeah, over the weekend, it came pouring in. Uh, let's see. Oh yeah, we had the Pat poll up there. Don't forget that one. You know, I you almost could, I did forget we we did could, the poll. You could choose between because the Masters was this weekend. Mm-hmm. Wrapped up on Sunday. Exciting. And uh, which tickets would you choose? Tickets to go see Aerosmith in Vegas mm-hmm. or the Masters? Mm-hmm. Me, now. Aerosmith all day, every okay, day. Okay, so what, balcony at Aerosmith day. or day four of yesterday's very historic Masters? I'm going to Aerosmith. <sighs> but I will say, it was close. Yeah. 52% Aerosmith, 48 to see uh, the Masters if you had to choose. So Aerosmith and then wins. Tiger came back and so uh, won the tournament. That's the first time he's ever won a major tournament. From behind in the final round. Uh huh. So that's kind of cool. And his first Masters since 2005. Right. His first major in 11 years. Wow. See, my son wasn't even born the last time uh, Tiger won the Masters. Today, he's 13 and a half years old, my son. Wow. So that's how long it's been. That's That's really something. Yeah, Yeah, it is. Because everybody knew he was going to break Jack Nicholas's record of of 18, I think it is, uh, major tournaments. Yeah. Uh, 18 majors and I don't know how many overall, hundreds. Yeah, right. <laughs> Several hundred. And what is Tiger at 15 now? Tiger's at 15, mm-hmm. so he's three behind. Still kind of a long shot, but he could maybe do it if he's back. Oh boy, who knows? And he looked back yesterday. I mean, that's phenomenal for 
a 43-year-old guy who has had not one back surgery, four back four, surgeries, four? and knee surgery. Really? Either knee surgery or knee replacement. He's guy's a mess. His body has just been torn to shreds, and you know they finally did this fusion thing in his back, uh. and now he's able to play again. He was down to 1199th in the world. Wow. <laughs> he was barely in the top 1200. Uh, in the rankings worldwide, he's now number six after this Masters win. Mm. So, uh, it's very exciting to watch. Really cool. And I, I don't know why I keep rooting for this guy, but I do. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, is he the greatest of, I guess, you know, he only committed adultery, what, thousands of times? Sure. I mean, give, give him a take. break. Give or take. Give him a break. If he's rounding up. I will say I do. Con- I I continue to want him to. It's the only time I'm interested hmm. in a golf tournament is when Tiger's doing well. I, I don't know why. I, I think just, a lot of people are like that. Yeah, he sort of transcends golf. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a lot like. And then, by the way, uh, not a white guy. So uh, how'd that happen? Yeah. You know, so since we're so racist, there you go. We're such a. Why are you rooting for him? Yeah, man? I don't know. Because know better. I know. All right, some, uh, also some tweets uh, from the weekend. Uh, Donald J. Trump tweeted out, Just out, the USA has the absolute legal right to have apprehended legal immigrants, illegal immigrants, transferred to sanctuary cities. We hereby demand that they be taken care of at the highest level, especially by the state of California, which is well known <laughs> for its poor management and high taxes. That's great. Mm-hmm. My problem is, and I, I love this. I love this policy. The problem is, it might backfire because, first of all, they don't care. They're like this. The mayors of these towns think it's great. All right, bring them to us. Yeah, we have quotes, and they're going to shelter them there, and they're going to have an easier time in those cities, you know, staying permanently. So that might be, I don't know, might be counterproductive. Uh, response from Melissa A. Nancy Pelosi says illegal immigrants are gifts of love. Democrats say they want them to come. So why are they freaking out over the busloads of them being <laughs> dropped off in their communities? Most of them should be dropped off in Hollywood and Nancy Pelosi's gated community. Yeah. Very true. And then Cher even said something to this, right? Cher uh, did. Yes. We got the Cher tweet uh, where she was like, uh, there it is on the board there. Uh I understand helping struggling immigrants, but my city, Los Angeles, isn't taking care of its own. What about the 50,000 plus citizens who live on the streets? People who live below poverty line and hungry. If my state can't take care of its own, many are vets. How can it take care of more? That's a great question. Sure is. I think she just made the argument for a border wall. Yes, she did. We can't take care of our vets. We can't take care of our homeless here. Why are we letting other people in when we can't take care of our own situation? It's a good question, and it's hard to believe it came from Cher. (laughs) Uh, She's a liberal nightmare, but it's a really good point. Why are we taking on everybody else's poor when we've already, we still have poor here? Had we fixed all of our problems, it'd be one thing, you know, then you could maybe work something out. Also, uh, in terms of overall tweets, I want to see at Pat Unleashed do an entire show wearing that wig. Oh, yeah. that must be from Friday. Oh, from Friday, Glenn's um, radio show. 
Oh, yes. This wonderful there wig right here. <laughs> yeah, I'll try it. Uh, how about yeah, maybe while I... I'll hold your headphones. While I do the tweets. Uh, I don't know about the whole show. <laughs> that is awesome. I want you to wear that in public. Does it look better parted or No, no, it was good. Okay. No, nah, straight down. I'm, I'm looking. It's good. It's right there. Okay. Uh, well. Uh, hold on. Thank you for fixing my hair, uh, Keith. That's very romantic. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's, that's uh, nice. what I do. Okay. I just uh, it make is it what look you do? good. I don't remember that happening go. before, uh-huh. but... It, it is what you well, do. Well, when the cameras okay. are off, don't act like you never happened before. <laughs> Always brushing your hair aside. So as far as, I, I don't know, it does look natural, doesn't it? Sure. I, uh, yeah, I can kind of make it out in the reflection. No, don't window. look in the reflection. No. <laughs> Why? Trust, I thought you said it looked great. Trust your producer already. I thought you said it looked great. It looks wow. great, in quotes. Now, now I'm a little hurt. Aww. All right, from, uh, from Saves84. He responded, well, no, oh, to course, this League first baseball. tweet. Major League Baseball sends out this breaking news tweet over the weekend, Saturday afternoon. What happened? Chris Davis hitting 600 <laughs> over his last five at-bats. <laughs> <laughs> he went three for five, and uh, that's pretty good for yeah, him. He had guys. zero hits in 54 at-bats leading in up to this. Oh, for 54. No hits. Nobody's ever started this badly in Major League Baseball. Why? Because they're in Major League Baseball. <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe if you're in Pee Wee League and you're just learning, you might strike out a few times. You might uh, you might go 0 for 54, but not in Major not League Baseball. when you're baseball. making millions of dollars like Chris Davis. Yeah, the guy makes $17 million a year. I mean, hit the ball, man. $17 million a year, and he was going 0 for 50. Well, he went 3 for 5, so now he's uh, 3 for 59, which is a batting average of... 50 now. So 5% of the time he's getting a hit. That's great. Mm -hmm. But maybe, you know, maybe he's getting out of his slump. Who knows? Anyway, Saves84 then tweeted, why isn't this bigger news? This feels like something that Trump should have used his emergency text system for, right? (laughs) Dude's winning MVP this year. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Nice job. That's good stuff. Uh, So, yeah, big sports weekend. Tiger Woods Mm -hmm. wins the Masters. Chris Davis of the Orioles goes three for five. Keeping in mind that he hit 168 on the whole year last year. Mm-hmm. You might recognize that as actually 16, almost 17% of the yeah, time. Almost you 17% hit. of the time. Don't shortchange the man. Oof. You're going to. And this year he's uh, hitting at 0.050. So. Um, hmm. You're liking that wig, aren't you? Yeah, I love the wig. You can leave it on a little while? Maybe we'll see. Okay, good. Uh, meantime, when was the last time you had your ears professionally cleaned? If they itch or you have some pain there, they feel plugged up. People are, you're always asking people, what? Excuse me? How's that? If these problems sound familiar, you could be like millions of Americans forced to visit the doctor for professional ear cleaning, but now you can get that same professional job at home with the Wax RX system. It was developed by physicians. It's the same kind of thing they do. It just costs a lot less. It's available without a prescription. Try the Wax RX system risk-free. Today, go to wax, usewaxrx.com, use the offer code radio at checkout, and you'll get free shipping. Finally, there's a real solution for this stubborn problem. Your ears are going to feel so much better, and it's going to sound like, I mean, it's going to sound like the whole world has opened up to you. Usewaxrx.com, that's usewaxrx.com, offer code radio. Pat Gray. 
Oh, we didn't mention we had three winners last week. Yeah. Uh, and a brand new bingo board makes its debut this morning. Uh, starting with the upper left-hand corner and going across where your grandma stay. <laughs> uh, Texas weather mention. Mm-hmm. Keith mentions any Atlanta sports team. Mm-hmm. It's going to be the Braves. Probably. Snoobage. Rude little pig. From our friend uh, Alec Baldwin. <laughs> Don't move to Texas. Suicidal shrimp. But stupid. In your local area. Bifurcated. There it is. Bifurcated makes yes. the card, the bingo card this week. <laughs> uh, we also have stay out of my uterus. <laughs> Pat shouts over liberal idiot without stopping the clip. Uh, feeling charitable on tax day? Oh, wow. Mm. Wow. Can we retro I think, I, uh, fit I think that we one? might already be there. I think we're marking that one off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Pat Gray Radio Roundup. You probably won't hear that here, but uh, if you listen to the Glenn show, that's no, where wait, that we bingo can't card can be filled. pollinate like that. Uh, Keith no. slams mouse down repeatedly. Sorry. Keith says, what is happening? <laughs> Hating hate mockers who monger and hate. Repeated attempts at pronouncing Buttigieg. <laughs> yeah, I keep That's hearing it. That's going to be easy. Now I keep hearing Buttigieg. What? Buttigieg. Really? It doesn't make sense. It's not spelled that way. Unless- well, it's spelled but. The first part is but. Right. There's just no question. Yeah, so, so we agree on but. We agree on but. But then it's judge judge. Then there's an I and a. G- that, g- g- that last G can't make the sound judge all on its own. Whatever. There should be an E following it. I just wish his a, poll numbers mm-hmm. would drop so we don't have to worry about it. Metric uh, slash nobody knows. <laughs> That'll happen soon, probably. Uh, Jeffy, first of all. <laughs> good golly. That may have already happened, too. I don't know. We should consult uh, Rob in the other room. I'm answering in a nuanced way. <laughs> <laughs> Where are the men? Keep in mind. It doesn't happen when while it doesn't count while we read the bingo card. Correct phrases. Uh, then any of the any of the guys get a new speeding ticket. Bite your tongue. Mm-hmm. Uh, and by the way, Chris Cruz got one out here in front of the studio on Friday. Did he really? <laughs> They're after us, man. I guess. <laughs> Fifteen minutes of content in two hours. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so yeah, a good a good bingo card. Uh, for the week, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, Leon can bifurcate everything. Tweets out uh, the Braves Rockies game was snowed out after record temperatures in Colorado. Did Corey Gardner cause that with his weather weirding? That's his home state. Oh man, Colorado. Oh man, might be uh, his fault. Yeah, they're all out. Did you try the corner market? Of course. Of course. Grocery store? Sold out. Drug store? Come on. Stupid. So everyone sold out of condoms? Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. How did this happen? Yeah. Corey Gardner banned, banned birth control. control. And now no. it's all on us guys. And you can't find <laughs> a condom anywhere. Nowhere, man. And Nowhere. the pill was just the start. The Pell Grants my little brother was counting on for college. Right. Corey cut them. Cut them. <laughs> Climate change that everyone knows is weirding our weather. Corey flat out denies it. Flat out Sweet Pete. Corey denies science. Come on. (laughs) This guy has no idea what's going on in the real world. It's so great. Anyway, to which uh, uh, Jack's dad 05 responded. He banned birth control, which increased CO2 emissions because of more broccoli and Buicks being born. 
which freaked out the climate causing climate weirding. Sweet pea. <laughs> so good. Sweet pea. Corey flat out denies science. Uh, the Steve42 tweeted, I'm totally off the grid. Totally off the grid. Oh, yeah. I just have an iPad so I can tweet at Pat Unleashed while I listen to the show on my Alexa. Oh, I just started somebody's Alexa. <laughs> Sent for my iPhone. Oh, boy. <laughs> By the way, lots of... Who was uh, it that claimed to be off the grid? Was it... Was that somebody that sent us a oh somebody yeah except a video or something and they were not off the grid no, no, they, and they were off the grid except for TV or something or I don't know. satellite, satellite I don't know and yeah. by the way speaking of that um, device that starts with an A and ends with an A that I don't want to turn on in your house right now called uh, the Echo the Echo well, system they might have it set up like that they too, might right? so uh, we played the dog video last week where the lady's telling the unit to to play a you know Tennessee whiskey mm-hmm. apparently lots of you um, had that happen to you um, including my own mother who uh, had her started playing that as well. So, oh, so it started playing the song uh-huh. from the video. Yeah, oh, great. So, yeah. so uh, our bad. Um, we'll Oops. try to be more careful next time. Oopsie daisies. <laughs> Snarky McSnarkface tweets, well, it's Saturday afternoon, so we all know where Ed Pat Unleashed can be found. Hanging out at the fence, oh, yeah. sharing libations with his neighbor. Yeah. Is that what you did? Did a photo of uh, home improvement with oh, the yeah. neighbor we never saw his mouth. Wilson. <laughs> Uh, is that what you did? You hung out at yeah, the broken well, fence? Yeah, of course. I'm always doing that. What's always the update? It was the fence completely repaired now? What's going no. on there? But I did find out uh, the next door neighbor's daughter came to our house yesterday to tell us that they're out of the country and have been. They just found out. So the people who fixed it really quick and cleaned up the mess, those were our people that did the lawn. <laughs> so oh, I'm going to be wow. getting a bill for that. So I, it's not quite as exciting as oh. I thought it was initially. Um, so you don't own a Ferrari yet either, is what you're saying? No, I don't. Darn. No, I wasn't able to exchange that. But the daughter just said, as soon as they get back, they're going to be on it. Yeah. That's and great. then when they get back, I'm you just great. say, look, for my trouble, okay, just I need to borrow the you. Ferrari for a couple months. Yeah, it won't cost you a thing hmm. except the, you know, the red Ferrari there in you your go. garage that I see from time to time. <laughs> uh <laughs> Go for that it, seems man. like a fair trade, it right? It sure does. Absolutely. I mean, fair. how dare they just hightail it out of the country right? and leave this mess unattended? That's what I say. I think you... Yeah. Well, we we already cleaned up the mess. Yeah. The mess isn't even there. We cleaned it up on their side, too. Wow. So, uh, You're a, you are a good neighbor. Good neighbor. With your libations at the fence. That's, a, that's what neighbors do. Neighbor. Beautiful day. The neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, Trump... Still trying to ban uh, or bus migrants to sanctuary cities. Do it. As I mentioned, supposedly now, the mayors are fine with it. Um, so let's do it then. Good. Except there could be some, you know, there could be some unintended consequences. Like, they're able to stay here forever <laughs> that way because nobody's sending them down there. And they, these cities all resist efforts by the federal government to deport anybody. And they scream and yell and kick and bite and scratch and uh, cry and whine. So, um, these mayors say, send them. That's great. City would be prepared to welcome these immigrants. This is Philadelphia Mayor Jim Kenney. Oh, good. The city would be prepared to welcome these immigrants, just as we have embraced our immigrant communities for decades. This White House plan demonstrates the utter contempt that the Trump administration has for basic human dignity and the core values on which this nation was founded. No, I'm sorry. The nation was not founded on a core value of breaking our laws. That's just so ridiculous. As a welcoming city, 
Talking about Philadelphia here? A welcoming... You you booed and threw snowballs at Santa Claus. <laughs> That's a fair point. <laughs> then they booed and... Oh, the guy they just paid hundreds of millions of dollars for. He strikes out twice and they're already on his case. Oh, As a welcoming city, we would welcome these migrants with open arms. They're not migrants. Immigration is like... If you're, if you're coming here and you've migrated, then that, that kind of implies a legal process. This is not what we're talking about. Just as we welcomed Syrian refugees, just as we welcomed Puerto Ricans displaced by Hurricane Maria, and just as we welcome uh, refugees fleeing genocide in Myanmar. That's uh, all from Chicago Mayor Rahm Emanuel. Now from... Uh, Mark McGovern, the mayor of Cambridge, Massachusetts. I'm proud that Cambridge is a sanctuary city. Are you? <laughs> That's so asinine. I'm proud that our city is breaking federal law. I'm, I'm pleased uh, that we're not a nation of laws anymore, that we're a nation of men. I'm really pleased that I can ignore all of the things that the American people have demanded. Trump is a schoolyard bully who tries to intimidate and threaten people. I'm not intimidated, and if asylum seekers find their way to Cambridge, we'll welcome them. Ha! Uh-huh. Yeah, you might for a while, but let's see what happens when your system is overwhelmed. Let's see what happens. That'd be great. Uh, when, when, your, when your employment salaries go down, when teenagers are displaced by illegal aliens... Let's see what happens in Cambridge with your good intentions. Let's see. With your absolute asinine insanity. I say do it. Take a chance that it, you know, fine. They're going to stay here anyway. Yeah, I was going to say, they're not coming back for their hearings. Yeah, they're not coming back anyway. They're not leaving. We're not deporting them. So, good. Here, take them. We should have a regular route from the border to Cambridge, Mass., and Philadelphia, and San Francisco. Democrat uh, Julian Castro says that uh, Trump wanting to release these detained uh, migrants in Democrat-controlled sanctuary cities is not very nice. Let's let's see what Julian had to say. CNN has confirmed a report from the Washington Post that the Trump administration pressured the Department of Homeland Security to release immigrants detained at the border into so-called sanctuary cities in part to retaliate against Democrats who oppose Trump's plans for a border wall. Give me your reaction to that, Secretary. That the cruelty of this administration never seems to end. Huh. Uh, the cruelty of this administration never seems to end. Agonizing. Agonizing. Also, uh, Cory Booker on Trump releasing the illegals. Here's what he had to say about it on Face Do the Nation. Do you think this is an empty threat by the president, though, to talk about busing? people from the border into these sanctuary cities. He likes to create friction sometimes to jumpstart, he says, a Congress that's not acting. You say friction, I say he's trying to pit Americans against each other and make us less safe. Whoa. You say potato, I say potato. (laughs) You say tomato, I say tomato. Let's just call the whole thing off. What do you think? How does that make us less safe, Corey? So stupid. Wait, they're they're hardworking individuals who want to have a great life here? How That's are we a being, really good point. How are we being made unsafe by their arrival here, you bigot? Wow. Is he calling them all criminals and I rapists? Guess. Yeah, play that again. Oh, That's amazing. Come on, man. 
Corey, do you think this is an empty threat by the president, though, to talk about busing people from the border into these sanctuary cities? He likes to create friction sometimes to jumpstart, he says, a Congress that's not acting. You say friction. I say he's trying to pit Americans against each other and make us less safe. <laughs> okay. And make us less safe. Huh. Wow. That's interesting. What a hater. Yep. What do you think about uh, people coming up from south of the border? Are they terrible people? Are they criminals? Very, huh. very divisive words chosen by Cory Booker there, if you ask what me. What kind of a hate monger who mongers in hate is this hate monger? Mongering. He's mongering right now in hate. Wow. 888-933-93. Let me tell you about Riduzone. R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E. It's Riduzone.com. It's uh, great stuff that speeds up your metabolism and it uh, helps reduce your appetite as well. A six-year study showed that when you lose weight... Your body's system believes that eh, something bad happened here. Better slow down the metabolism. Let them gain that weight back. Super thoughtful. Not necessarily the thought you want your body to have, but that's the thought it has. <laughs> so you need Riduzone to speed back up your metabolism and curb your appetite so that you lose weight and then you can keep it off. Also, we still have the 30% off deal so far. Go to riduzone.com, R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E.com. Enter the promo code PAT. You'll get 30% off a three-month supply. Riduzone.com, offer code PAT. Pat Gray Unleashed. Welcome. So, uh, Mr. Mayor, the mayor of... uh, South Bend, Indiana. Pete Buttigieg, or Buttigieg, or Buttigieg. But judge, judge. Double judge. Buttigieg. I've heard it so many different ways. I know. I don't I don't have any idea. I don't think I've ever heard him say it, which would be interesting. But he's officially in the race now. I thought that happened a while yeah, ago. Yeah, me too. But no, he's offic- his first official announcement was yesterday. Hmm. He said, I recognize the audacity of doing this. As a Midwestern millennial mayor, he said to cheers of Pete, 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 really creative. How'd they think of that? Well, it's easier Where'd to say than, from? but judge, judge, but, but judge, 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 from an audience uh, assembled in a former Studebaker auto plant, <laughs> this mm. former Studebaker plant, has it done nothing since what? That went, that was, <laughs> when they stopped making Studebakers, 1956? Let's see. More than a little bold, he said, at age 37 to seek the highest office in the land. Yeah. And within a few hours after his announcement, he'd raised more than a million dollars in donations. He's up to over seven million now in just two months. Sudabakers were last manufactured in March of 66. Pretty close. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So is it just empty since 66? They rent it out for special occasions like presidential announcements. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's 53 years of history in that building. That's a fun place to make an announcement like that. Hey, is there an old Studebaker plant anywhere around here where I can announce for president? Oh, shoot. Let me see here. Oh, yeah, there is one. Oh, down on Main Street. (laughs) I forgot about that. It's been dormant for 60 years. So he said, there's a myth being sold to industrial and rural communities. The myth that we can stop the clock and turn it back. This is addressing uh, uh, Trump's make America great again line. It comes from people who think the only way to reach communities like ours is through resentment and nostalgia. 
selling an impossible promise of returning to a bygone era that was never as great as advertised to begin with. Oh, okay. Who are you? You, oh. you weren't even there. You weren't even born. You don't have any idea what America was like. Were there problems? Yes. Have there always been problems? Yes. And will there always be some problems? Yes. But there were there was so much greatness about America then. So much that you could consider great. Yeah, it was probably greater than advertised. But yes, there were some problems. There was some discrimination. We're not going to be... Nobody said it was a perfect society. You're not going to have that, this side of heaven. So these Democrats drive me out of my mind with their America bashing. Their America belittling from Cuomo's, you know, nonsense about this country was never that great to Buddha judge saying basically the same thing. And they think that's their winning formula to badmouth this country. That is bizarre. That's how they're going to win by talking us down. It's pathetic. It really is. You just don't, you don't have to love America anymore to run for president in the Democrat party. In fact, quite the opposite. It's better if you don't. It's better if, you know, from, and this, this was the case with, with uh, Barack Obama too. He was continually bad-mouthing America's founding, America's founders, the constitution as a flawed document. Flawed, I guess, but it was the most perfect document ever conceived by the mind of men who were inspired by God. And it was as close as you can get to a a, a document that's almost perfect. Did it have problems? Yeah, we couldn't get rid of slavery right then and there. And it allows for corrections. Yeah. But to, to all these Democrats... It's been a crap hole from the beginning. And that's the kind of impression you get. And we used to hear from, from Obama defenders. Oh, Lee loves this country. Listen to him. Just listen. Every once in a while, he would throw a bone out there like, yeah, this country gave me the ability to get where I got. Or whatever. But that was those were few and far between. Those moments. It was mostly, I'm going to fundamentally transform this place. It was that kind of rhetoric. It was the kind of rhetoric that, yeah, where it was flawed because it was based in racism and slavery, the United States Constitution. And then you got from his his wife, we're going to change our tradition, we're going to change our history, we're going to change everything about us. Well, I mean, they've come pretty close to doing that. They started the process, and it's now being completed by others. In fact, what was it Barack said last week that was like, wait, what did you just say? Uh, make immigrants speak English? Right, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. And we thought, whoa, where whoa, was this whoa, guy? Whoa, and, and then, But then we noodled, oh, well, he said it in Germany, so he's, mm-hmm. he's saying it to Germans. Yeah. <laughs> he's not saying that immigrants here should speak English. He's saying immigrants there should speak German. That's what he's saying. Yeah. But then we did find that clip, though, to be fair. Um, we did, yes. From 2012. Where he kind of said the same thing here. Like, literally just a couple days after his last election. Right. That's when he finally said something like that. Mm-hmm. But it's, you know, their distaste for this country is astounding to me. 
And it somehow, I guess, resonates with their base. They keep doing it. They keep being elected. People keep cheering them wherever they go. I mean, things are so bad that in Laguna Beach, California, police officers put American flags on their patrol cars. There was a decision to, uh, to place an American flag graphic to the side of freshly painted Laguna Beach police cars, and it's dividing residents of the city who are uh, panning it as too aggressive. What? After hearing the criticism and acknowledging the image they approved didn't quite match the final results, officials agreed to reconsider their decision to paint the Laguna Beach Police Department's fleet of 11 squad cars. People are screaming that the American flag on a police car is somehow or another hurting people's feelings who might be immigrants or visitors. People are actually (laughs) ridiculous enough to bring up comments about our cop cars having American flags on them. Yeah, and and in the city, you're ridiculous enough to consider removing it. If you... If your feelings are hurt by seeing an American flag on a car, get out! Yeah, you might be in the wrong country. You're in, you know, <laughs> might about it. You're in the wrong place. Go back to wherever it is you're comfortable and nobody hurts your feelings like that. What about, okay, you came here for a reason. Either visiting, you might, you, you must have thought, okay, it's going to be fun. Let's go visit America. And then you don't expect to see American flags? Stop it. How, how is it possible you can't noodle this out? <laughs> if people came here from other places, they're here for a reason. What is that reason? Just to suck the marrow out of this society and then leave? Because you're still... Your loyalty lies elsewhere? Well, get back, get back there then. Go. And we see this all the time. As the caravans come marching up northward, what are they usually carrying? In fact, almost in every case, one time I saw them carrying an American flag and a Guatemalan flag. Once. They're usually carrying Guatemala's flag, Mexico's flag, El Salvador's, Manawa Nicaragua's flag. I, and we're just supposed to say, oh, that's great. Uh, they're coming here demanding entry illegally into our country. Uh, and then they want jobs. And uh, places to stay, and they want us to take care of them if things go badly for them. Uh, but they also want us to know that uh, they're still loyal to the place they're coming from. <laughs> what? What is that? I don't. I don't even. If I march into Mexico, I'm not marching into Mexico with an American flag unless it's an invasion, unless I'm part of the army. If I'm going down there to seek their help, I saw this global warming movie over the weekend. Um, what was it? No, it wasn't. It actually wasn't a global warming movie. It was a. Uh, it was a. It was called Super Volcano. Hmm. It's on Netflix, I think. Oh, cool. And it's about Yellowstone uh, exploding because people think that's going to happen. Uh, and it's a. It's a frightening possibility. <laughs> They're calling it a true story. This is a true story. Oh wow! Is that it... just hasn't happened yet. So it's done like a movie, huh? Yeah. Oh, I see that. Yeah. So at one point in the movie, they talk about Mexico closing the borders and there are 20 million Americans masked at the border waiting to get across into Mexico. <laughs> and I thought, yeah, that's how it would be. How ironic. Yeah. If we ever needed them, 
and we're trying to get into their pour into their country in massive numbers, they're not going to let us. And they're certainly not going to want to see American flags going before us. Wouldn't you, wouldn't you carry the Mexican flag when you're looking for Mexican help? I think so. Otherwise, you're an idiot. <laughs> Jeez. But, uh, oh, let me highly recommend the, I think it's a two-part. Uh, yeah, 2005, huh? Does oh, is that, that what it was? I, I thought that looked a little old. Super Volcano, a disaster thriller now airing on Netflix. So there you Super go. Volcano. 2005, so, wow. Now, 89% of Google users like this movie. 89% liked it? Mm-hmm. IMDb yeah. gives it a 6.8 out of 10. thought it was interesting. It was yeah. kind of fun. I mean, it was not an Academy Award winner by any stretch, but you're not necessarily looking for that uh, <laughs> all the time on Netflix, are you? No. If you are, you probably shouldn't be. <laughs> but yeah, it's not bad. Cool. It's not bad. I'll check it out. All right. Uh, first, I recommend going to Unplanned. That should be your priority. Yeah, it is. Yep. You've been saying that for over a month now. Have I? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Has it been out for over a month? I think so. Pretty close. Hmm. And uh, and you haven't seen it yet, have you? I have not. All right. Sorry. Have you... Uh, I plan to. Have you gotten protected by Home Title Lock yet? Uh, I believe I haven't done that yet either. Oh, my. Somebody's going to steal your home. You need to start making a to-do list or something, huh? Yep. You might want to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the problem is really bad in this home theft thing. Uh, the... It's so bad that a grand jury in Manhattan called it an epidemic. There were over 2,000 complaints of deed fraud. And almost all of them involved faulty notarization where people just transferred your title online and signed it, forged your signature over to them. Well, once that happens to you, it's virtually impossible. It's really hard to reverse. And you don't want to have to hassle with that. Um, They take out a mortgage against your equity. They sell your property sometimes. Sometimes they rent it out, but you can prevent this from happening to you or someone you love with Home Title Lock. For pennies a day, Home Title Lock puts a barrier around your home's title and mortgage. Go to HomeTitleLock.com, register your home to see if it's already been compromised or stolen. If you register your home right now, you'll get a free title scan and report, which usually costs $100. Okay? HomeTitleLock.com. Get some peace of mind. Protect your home from theft. HomeTitleLock.com. Pat Gray (laughs) Unleashed. Uh, Some tweets at Pat Unleashed. DMX DM. If Cher could turn back time, would she find a way to take care of all the homeless? Today, <laughs> <laughs> if I could turn back time, I if I could find a way, I miss that song, don't you? I, oh, I that, miss that. That video was, was that late nineties. Yeah. Uh, yep. Late eighties. Pre- I'm gonna go. You know what? Really? I'm gonna go ninety two. All right. Let's see. We're looking now. Let's Checking. See. Checking. Checking. Whoa. Rerouting. 89. I doubted you again. 89. Wow. That's what I get. All right. Uh, I, I actually said, just to be clear, uh, let me be clear. I, I said late 90s. I thought you said late 80s. No, I was oh, off. I was okay. off. So do I win? Uh, you win. Yes. Pat's Garbage Guitar Roadie tweets. Wow. I tune into at Pat Unleashed this morning, expecting to see Pat and Keith Malinak, at Keith Malinak, 
And who do I see filling in for Pat? None other than Rock Rockwell. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, if you haven't seen uh, Glenn's radio show uh, from uh, last Friday, you want to check out at least the first hour. Oh, yeah, that's where the the wig came from, if if you weren't watching that uh, last week. Practically off the grid M tweets. Uh, Can someone tweet out a picture of Pat with the wig? At Keith Mellonac should be wearing one as well. Mm. Radio audience is missing out on the fun. Yeah. You can only subscribe. Go to theblaze.com and do that. Or uh, I just tweeted it out. Okay. If you want to check that out. But Plus, I, could, I could actually use a wig, to there, be honest with you. There's also shop.theblaze.com where you won't find the wig, but you'll find a lot of other cool stuff that mm-hmm. you can buy. Mm-hmm. And it's all incredibly inexpensive. I mean, a lot of that stuff has been reduced in price, uh, not because you know we're hard up, but just because we want you to have some. That's sweet. Yeah, it's not nice. Yeah, that's very nice of you. You used to be in the hundreds. Hundreds, hundreds of dollars, sometimes thousands for like a Pat Gray mug. Yeah. Yeah. And then we just, what do we buy Now I think, you know, they're down to 10 bucks or 20 or whatever it is. Jane Farmer has a great idea. Maybe we can get on this. I'll talk to the merch people later today. Uh, it would be really cool if you guys uh, had a We Are Not a Democracy t-shirt. We need to get on that. That would be very cool. Have a little Pat Gray I can't logo believe we don't have that yet. That's a good one. Thank That's you, That's a really Jim. good one. Can't believe we haven't thought of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Jr. tweets, Woohoo, I love money being stolen from me every day. I feel this day is a celebration of this theft. Tax day, of course, April 15th, if you're not aware. Uh, Arc Builders, PA. I've always maintained that best the best way to eliminate abortion from society is not by changing laws, but by changing hearts. Yeah. Unplanned seems to be doing that. Yes, it's true. It's, it's uh, that is true. You, you don't. We're not going to fix this by changing changing laws. We're not going to fix any of it. Any of the problems we have in society have to be change have to be fixed by changing hearts. We got to turn back to God. <gasps> Did he just say the G word? Do we have the dumb the button ready in there? Oh my! Because uh, oh my! And I don't even know. I've actually subjected people to hearing that. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, Martin, are you in there? Did you ever wake up today? Mm. Uh, so you're in there on the board. You might want to get that dump button ready. Martin rolled in here half hour late today. What was the deal? So Martin, what's the deal? Yeah, do you, are you a short timer? What are, you don't care anymore? What's going on? Why, why did Dylan have to be pressed into service there at the start of the show? Sir? Yeah, Martin, what's the deal? Yeah, come on, man. What's up? Turn what's your, your problem? Microphone. You know how to turn your microphone? I might have slept through my alarm. I'm sorry. Yeah. Might have? Huh. You, don't, you, might like, have. you don't know if you did? I, no, I don't I'm, know. I'm just going to go out on a limb and say, I think you did. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, you might look into that. Or you just don't care. Or, you, or there's that. Man, it kind of hurts, man. I mean, people who want to be here. Yeah, we were here. Find a way. <laughs> this is for me for being so late this morning. Yeah. Yes. That's true. Yes. Okay. Okay. Good. You deserve it. Uh, Tyler Morgan tweets, uh, I wonder when the cave-dwelling Paiute trout will realize that protection from the government is like protection offered by the mafia. Eventually, they're going to ask for a favor. <laughs> 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 yeah, we need a, need a little favor from you. Cave dwelling Paiute trout over there. <laughs> I'm gonna make you an offer you can't refuse over there. Uh, from graphics, TWR. What? At Jeffy J- JFR didn't mention his biopic Missing Link. <laughs> oh, that's what it was. It's not a cartoon. It's, <laughs> it's a about Jeffy. Jeffy. Yeah, it's about <laughs> it's a Jeffy flick. See oh. what what uh, graphics is saying there is uh-huh. that Jeffy is uh uh like. 
less than human. Less than human. <laughs> it's kind of you know in between there. Mm-hmm. Uh, from the pickled squirrel, Cher is a liberal nightmare with a dubious grasp on English grammar. But I totally support her on this. Yeah, me too. Hmm. Uh, G.J. Herman, Sanctuary Cities, we love and welcome all illegal immigrants. President Trump, hold my Diet Coke. <laughs> there you go. Now's your chance to put your money where your mouth is. Yeah. Progressive leaders. So great. Wow. 888-900-3393. But it's, it's just strange when somebody as liberal as Cher starts making sense. You think, okay, what's wrong? How how is it possible that she is sharing any opinion I have? Maybe I should be rethinking this. What am I missing here? <laughs> what am I missing? There must be something really bad. Wow. <laughs> I just don't trust it. <laughs> All right, we got a lot of uh, tremendous videos to share with you today. Yeah, Eric Swalwell on gun control. Oh, oh nice guy. Uh, David Brooks, such a conservative in the New York for the New York Times. This is their conservative uh, author and their conservative voice at the New York Times. He's going to tell us about why he supports reparations. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so glad he's so conservative. Uh, David Brooks, what a conservative. (laughs) All right, more Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray Unleashed. Should 5% appear too small? Be thankful I don't take it all. That's for sure. Because I'm the tax man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm the tax man. Happy April 15th mm. from the tax man. Happy forced charity day. You know, the Beatles, uh, as liberal as they were, they wrote some pretty conservative songs. Taxman, for instance. Revolution, yeah. for instance. Interesting. It's interesting. Is there a number, number of people can call and yeah, talk uh, about that? It's right there in front of you there. <laughs> when, can, when can they call? Uh, anytime. Oh, that's okay. That's interesting. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's right here in front of me. I'm so sorry. It's, uh, it's, it's the number right here in front of my face? Huh. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yep. That's the number right okay. there. Somebody called it, too. Uh they sure did, <laughs> which we will be getting to in just a moment. Oh, okay. Very well. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three is the number you can call. Maybe you'd like to tell us about how much a tax man has taken from you today. I would That'd not be kind of like fun. that conversation at all because I'm. Um, maybe maybe people would like to call us and tell us. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, I'm you not don't a good have to today because it's been it's been rough. Uh, is that what you tweeted out this Thomas Jefferson quote oh. to to compel a man to furnish funds <laughs> for the prop propagation of ideas he disbelieves and abhors is sinful and tyrannical that's really good yeah to compel a man to furnish funds for the propagation of ideas he disbelieves and abhors is sinful and tyrannical yeah that 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 had the feeling when i saw that that. this morning that had the feeling of kind of like yeah it seems like a you know internet you know rumor that thomas jefferson really didn't say no he said it that's a direct quote yeah wow Uh, all right, something that will help you with taxes is to uh, own a home. And so if you're looking to buy or sell, either way, uh, there's realestateagentsitrust.com to help you out with that. Glenn and Tanya launched that, this business, realestateagentsitrust.com, to help you sell or buy a home for top dollar and as quickly as possible. And they learned three really important things along the way that 
first of all, it's, a, it's a obviously a very complicated process. It's a, hard, it's a hard process to navigate. So you want to choose an agent with a long track record of performance. There's no part-time or inexperienced agents in this network, and there's over a 1,000 nationwide. Market value for your home can't be figured out with an algorithm. You need to know the market. You need to know the area and the neighborhood you're looking at. And these agents are experts in your neighborhood. Home sellers have to genuinely like the agent they're going to be driving all over town with or at least meeting at a certain place and hanging out in the homes with. Uh, That's why the agents we've chosen are fans of the show. So you've got that in common. They do business like you and they share your values. So don't hire a friend or a relative or somebody somebody heard about who dabbles in it from time to time. It does really well. (laughs) That never works out. Glenstein built real estate agents I trust.com to help you buy or sell your home fast. So get moving with real estate agents I trust.com. That's real estate agents I trust.com. He's Pat Gray. He's unleashed and he's on the plates. And I'm answering the phone too. Shouldn't mention that. <laughs> wow. Doesn't know everything, does she? Guess uh, Jim in Ohio, you're on the blaze. Hi. Good morning, gentlemen. How morning. is everybody? We're we're doing okay, you know, for a Monday. Great. And you? Yeah, I'm doing fine. Good. Thank you. Good, I'm good. miserable, but um, thank good. you. Oh, oh Keith is on. miserable, yeah. Jim. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you're going to do about that, but now you know. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll add him into the <laughs> prayer list. Okay. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> so I, I wanted to talk about the illegal immigration problem. And my first thing was, I thought you guys had talked about last week that we allow... One million legal immigrants in every year. About every the size year. of Dallas, I think you guys said. Yep. So why? Well, not? the size like, of Dallas please? proper. It's not the size of DFW, no. but yes, yeah. Okay. So I believe the president has the authority to cease all legal immigration. For he can suspend those, uh, suspend that, and so maybe he should do that while we're allowing a million illegals to come into the sanctuary cities, and we can give all of those illegals then those little ankle bracelets you put on for home. Uh, home homebound criminals that have to stay within a certain radius Mm -hmm. and then we could fill it with those explosive dye packs that banks use for bank robbers (laughs) so they have blue dye all over their legs when they leave that's right yeah that's right if they try to take it off their leg would be dyed and then you would know (laughs) wow you left your sanctuary city you get to be deported now (laughs) it's a a good thought if you can find them you know because they've come here illegally but if you could find them and, and tag them with the ankle bracelet that might be (laughs) <laughs> Might be a good idea. Uh, appreciate it. Thanks, Jim. Uh, but the problem with illegal immigration is um, a lot of times you don't even know they're here. Now, if they are caught by Border Patrol, that's a different deal. Then you could do that. Yeah. Tag you them do before that. you drop them off in the cities that uh-huh. want them so badly. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're going to drive you. To, yeah. The ones you drive to Cambridge, Massachusetts and San Francisco, California. Yeah. You just put an ankle bracelet on them. That's an interesting idea. And then just stop all legal immigration. But there would be some businesses be pissed off about that. Uh, <laughs> apparently, a lot of jobs can't be filled without without immigration. Whoa, whoa, whoa. without having illegal immigrants do them. <laughs> <laughs> There's actually jobs that are filled by people who come here legally. Right. I, I don't know mm-hmm. if anybody uh, understands that concept anymore. <laughs> but it used to be that yes, we wanted you to come here, and and then you can add your skills to ours and it just makes us better right you you become part of the you become part of the stew um 
or part of the melting pot. There it is. Part of the fondue, if you will, because fondue kind of all melts together. A stew stays in its own individual pieces. You know, you got the you got the meat chunk, and then you got a chunk of potato, and maybe some peas. It's like a balkanized stew. Mm-hmm. You don't want the balkanized mm-hmm. stew. No, you want a delicious fondue where everything just melts in together. And oh, everybody, yeah. but everybody adds their little unique flavor to it. I'm kind of hungry now. Could we come up with another <laughs> analogy or something? You know, got an hour to go here. Uh, all right. How about, uh, this will ruin your appetite. White fragility. We, uh, this is something I've never heard of. They, they just, they're adding it apparently to uh, dictionaries now. In 2011, sociologist Rob D'Angelo coined the phrase white fragility in an academic paper. Five years later in a tense political climate fraught by divisions over race, Oxford dictionaries put the term on its word of the year short list. Last week, it was added as a new entry on dictionary.com. And it means, white fragility does, mm-hmm. the tendency among members of the dominant white culture group to have a defensive, wounded, angry, or dismissive response to evidence of racism. Okay. Well, yeah, because everything is evidence of racism. <laughs> and if there's no evidence of racism, it's a dog whistle race racism. Mm-hmm. Yep. Dictionaries catalog new words that reflect the national conversation, says D'Angelo, author of the bestseller White Fragility. Why it's so hard for white people to talk about racism? I don't know. Maybe because everybody can, everybody accuses of it, of, uh, you know, Everybody accuses white people of racism all the time. Yes, they Maybe do. that's why we're tired of it. We're a little sensitive it's about not, it. It's not white fragility. It's white fatigue. Yeah, no kidding. We're sick of hearing about it. Stop. She says naming and defining white fragility helps increase the public's understanding of systemic racism and interrupts a key way that racism is protected. Uh, how about if we start throwing this stuff out at other people? Um, maybe if we ask Hispanics or blacks about their organizations and why whites can't be a part of them, why, uh, there are black colleges and there can't be white colleges. Maybe we, maybe others would be sensitive too. If we start throwing this out at them all the time, is that possible? Used to take decades for new words and phrases to find their way into everyday language and into dictionaries. But today... Uh, they can jump into mainstream use in months or even weeks. Social media is speeding all of this up. Well, of course it is. Another reason to get rid of it. Except for, <laughs> you know, at Pat Unleashed. Except for, and, yeah, except for that. And on Facebook It'll be the one thing Instagram. on Twitter. Yeah. And we'll have 1.6 billion followers. Uh-huh. Because that's the only place anybody can go. Kind of like this goal. I like that. So that's our goal: one point six billion followers. That's our goal. Yeah, we're we're getting pretty close. I think. Why, why did McDonald's stop doing that on their sign? Are they? Oh, has, I don't know. The trajectory changed. I mean, people. It's slowed down question. so much. I don't know. I thought that was really good. Yeah, fifty billion. Remember that? Uh huh. And uh huh. I think I think they've just kind of slowed down. There's like you know what pe- people are going to start noticing. We've been on fifty one billion for several years now. <laughs> no one comes here anymore. <laughs> I don't think that's their problem, really. Mm. You're still doing pretty well. Mm. You're still number one, mm. right? Mm. By far, I think. I don't think so. Look it up. Okay. Don't test me. When are you yeah. going to learn? When are you going to learn? What am I, what am I Googling? Fast food uh, attendance or customers? Uh, 
uh, percentages. Uh, I'll, I'll figure this out. In the meantime, let me tell you about uh, conservative David Brooks. This is great. Uh, and I'm glad we actually have the audio of this because this buffoon is always claims to be a conservative. And anytime you challenge him on that, he's so offended. Oh, just because I'm with the New York Times, I'm not conservative enough for you. No, it's because of your stupid theories and thoughts and values that you don't have. That's, that's, what, that's what causes us to believe you're not a conservative. It's your liberalism that's getting in the way of your conservatism. So on Friday, he was uh, talking with PBS NewsHour. Oh, you catch all those, right? Oh, are you kidding me? No, Have I I'm, ever missed a news hour? That's what I thought. On PBS? I thought that was your bag, yeah. Oh, man, I love, I love news hour. I've only missed uh-huh. all of them, probably. So, I'm just a, that's a ballpark figure. Did we lose McNeil and Lair? Because they're not on there anymore. <laughs> the McNeil Lair report. Yeah. Well, that was back in the day when I think they were a little bit less biased than they are now. At least, or maybe I was just too young to notice. Hey, so he's still alive, Robert McNeil. Is Lair gone? Did we? I think we lost. We Lair. lost him. Did we lose? We Lair lost Lair. him. Hang on. I think we lost Lair. Jim Lair's gone. We lost him. Uh, no, he's still. No, he's alive. We didn't lose him. We didn't lose he's him. He's hanging in there. <laughs> so one's eighty four. Oh. One's eighty seven. Wow. They should. They should still be on PBS. Why has PBS forsaken them? Why? Why? They're probably what hanging is that, out. Age discrimination? They're probably sitting at the end of a hallway at a nursing home somewhere, <laughs> talking news every day and letting all the old folks gather around and listen to their take. Uh huh. <laughs> Remember the Watergate story? Your dad blasted and we got that tricky dick. We finally got him in the end. <laughs> uh, all right, here's uh, David Brooks explaining um, why we need reparations. On reparations, I support them, but not for the reasons Joe Biden says it's not an act of guilt it's not an act of uh we did something wrong it's a show of respect it's a show of respect for the injustices that uh, minority members of the african-american community have suffered in our society for hundreds of years not just Uh slavery but redlining and all the way up to the present so we show respect Mm -hmm. and we do it as a as an act of regard and as act of resetting and i've just come to the conclusion i changed my mind about it because Mm -hmm. the practicalities of doing it are really hard but I changed my mind about it because it just feels like we're in a make-or-break moment on race. The election of Trump, yeah, the atmosphere yeah, yeah. that this has really created, good. has created a movement where aggressive just, gestures have to be taken to show that we're all part <laughs> of the same country. What <laughs> a buffoon. Wow. What an absolute buffoon. Aggressive gestures have I've, to be taken to prove we're a part of the same country? What the hell I've, what is that? I've changed my mind on it because I just feel, you know, like liberals do. I just feel like something. I just feel this, or I just feel that. Feelings shouldn't be into this. Let's do logic and reason, law and order. How about the? How about I feel like I didn't do this to anybody? How about that? <laughs> how about there's no one on this planet right now? Well, that's not true. There's a lot of people on this planet that are subjected to slavery. But that's mostly uh, sex slavery. It's it's a somewhat different situation. Um, and nobody is kidnapping African Americans and bringing them to America and forcing them into plantation labor anymore. Hmm. That that hasn't happened for a long time. So I'm sensing you're anti-reparations? Yes. Huh. So yes. So that means you're a racist. <laughs> okay. So probably to, probably to conservative David Brooks, yes. 
Well, he's so conservative right now that he's changed his mind on reparations. Oh, my gosh. This guy has no credibility whatsoever. Uh, we'll tell you about Georgetown students and their endorsement of slave reparations as well coming oh, up in a second. goody. First of all, let me tell you how to get some, um, some vitamins and minerals and nutrition into your life. And then it'll also help your immune system so you'll be more immune to this kind of nonsense. <laughs> That's a fact, right? It is, That's yes. in the copy points? Uh-huh. <laughs> it is now. I just put it there. Uh, there's no excuse anymore not to get really good nutrition into your diet. Being healthier is as simple as putting one scoop of Field of Greens into a cup of water, stirring it up, and you're done. Well, after you drink it, you're done. And it's not some fly-by-night supplement or lab-created vitamin that kills your kidneys or liver. Field of Greens, every scoop, is a full serving of real USDA-certified organic fruits and vegetables, complete with antioxidants that will boost your immune system. There's antioxidant power. It's prebiotic and probiotic. It's real food, and if it wasn't for Field of Greens, I would have scurvy. I'd either be in the hospital right now with scurvy. Yeah, that's a fact. Or I'd be I'd be dead already from scurvy. Either or. One of the two. <laughs> There's just no doubt in my mind. Scurvy would have overtaken me by now. <laughs> if not for the Brickhouse Nutrition. Yep. Hmm. Go to BrickhousePat.com and you'll get 15% off your first order. When you use the offer code PAT. I know that's a complicated offer code. Yeah. <sighs> Do let's, go, let's go through it one time. Yeah. P. Okay. A. A. T. P A T P A T T. Yeah, just the one T. No, no double T necessary. Yeah. I don't waste consonants like that. Do it for scurvy, y'all. Do it so to to avoid scurvy. <laughs> you don't I mean, right? Sorry, because it, it almost unclear. sounded like you were endorsing scurvy. I would never there for do a such a thing. Pirates. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's they good. endorse it. They like it. Uh huh. Hey, I'll run you up the mizzen mast if you don't get some nice scurvy in your diet here. <laughs> Maybe that's why they're so bitter and angry. They don't have Brickhouse Nutrition going in their be, veins. Yeah. <laughs> A better you awaits. It's BrickhousePat.com. Offer code PAT. It's Pat Gray unleashed on the Blakes. Oh, that Tiger Masters win is everywhere. It's all anybody's talking about right now. That was awesome. Really was. I don't know why. I, li- I still like this guy, but I, I can't help but root for him for some reason. Uh, his 15th major victory uh, happened yesterday when he won the Masters by one stroke over, I don't know, 93 other guys who had 12 under par. Uh, but it was an impressive leaders list, and he beat them all. And it's the first time he's ever come back to win in the final round uh, to win a ma- major tournament. What was interesting to me was to find out he has had four back surgeries. I knew he had at least one, but four back surgeries. He said in 2017, he could barely walk. He couldn't sit down. He couldn't lay down. Oh, I can relate to that so much. Uh, I've got ruptured discs too. and, and uh, Yeah, you got new injuries now. And a new one, yeah. It's just popped up recently. It's just really fun. <laughs> it is fun. Because the other ones have been confined to my lower back. Now I got it at my upper. Too, so yeah, you keep using that word fun. <clears throat> oh, I know. I don't, I don't think it means, means what, what I think it means. means. It for sure it does not. <laughs> but knowing what that kind of back problem is like, 
to to see him come back and win a golf tournament win after it the, all the golf, the golf tournament, golf tournament. Mm-hmm. it's unbelievable the guy's unbelievable 43 years old he finally had his disc <clears throat> fused so um good for him to be able to he he said he went into this latest surgery just wanting to get his life back just wanting to be able to hang out in the backyard with his son yeah. and do some stuff with him uh, take him to baseball games, play golf with him, uh, all of that kind of stuff, and he couldn't do it. He just couldn't. It was debilitating. Now he's winning the Masters. It's crazy. Yeah, it's, yeah very much so. Really amazing. Incredible. 888-933-93. And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, where CS Meds tweets at Keith Melanac at Pat Gray at Pat Unleashed. When I lived in Amman, Jordan for a year. Wow, that must have been interesting. Hmm. You couldn't leave your par- apartment without seeing giant Jordanian flags and pictures of the royal family, even in McDonald's. <laughs> nothing wrong with it. Just saying. Yeah. Nothing wrong with it. You were an American in Jordan. You had to see that? Wow. How insensitive is that? So oh, you must you have went? felt uncomfortable. Yeah, why didn't you wear, wave an American flag everywhere you went? No? <laughs> it's, it's ludicrous, isn't it, to think of that? Of course you're going to see Jordanian flags. They're proud of who they are. They like who they are. They're propagandists. Uh, and so if you don't like any of that stuff, don't live in Jordan. Seems simple. It does. <laughs> it just, it's so black and white. Some of these issues they are so easy. Kara 3022 tweets, the concept of Mexico closing the border to Americans was also done in the global warming fear mongering film the day after tomorrow. That's right. Oh. I remember that. Remember that? I haven't seen There's it. There's also millions. Oh, you haven't seen day after tomorrow. I'm sure it's, it's on my list hysterical <laughs> i've heard it's where they race uh the flash freeze yeah, into the uh-huh. into the new york library yeah and they just barely beat just it just didn't get in there <laughs> Whew. and close. of course you know the the new york library is going to be immune to 86 below zero with and, and nobody has electricity they're going to be fine, fine. If, you, if you can just make it to the library you're going to be you're going to be okay <laughs> hate mongering small mass small mouth bass kurt hashtag Dang, darn, dang it. <laughs> he put that in there. Funny. Uh, that's from the old hit parade. Hey, Pat, Keith, maybe Martin just didn't want a speeding ticket. Oh, that's why he was oh, half hour late. That's plan, true. Yeah, plan better next time, Martin. Yeah, get up at one next time. Yeah, if you're going to go that slow. Uh, socialized Tauntaun breeder. <laughs> okay. Not socialized, specialized Tauntaun specialized. breeder. Okay. One surefire way to get rid of abortions Slap a tax on it. Maybe Ooh. make it a progressive tax to make libs happy. Oh, I like this game. I like that. <laughs> the Steve 42. I prefer to call this Give Unto Caesar Day. Mm-hmm. That works. Yep. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. All right. We were uh, telling you about uh, all these boneheads that are all of a sudden for slave reparations like David Brooks. Of course, Cory Booker. Um, several of the Democrat presidential candidates. Now, Georgetown University students have voted in favor of a referendum seeking the establishment of a fund that benefits the descendants of enslaved people who were sold by the school in the 1800s to pay off its debt. The $27.20 per semester fee would create one of the first reparation funds at a major U.S. institution. Hmm. So they'd add twenty-seven dollars and twenty cents to their to their fee for their tuition to pay reparations. Yep. Okay. 
More than 2,500 undergraduate students at the D.C. campus voted in favor of it uh, for the reconciliation contribution fee. <laughs> the Georgetown University Student Association Elections Commission said those in favor, 2,541, represented about 66% of the votes. Wow. That uh, tells you where our millennials are. <clears throat> yep. The fee was opposed by 1,304 students who probably thought they didn't uh, have anything to do with slavery. Mm-hmm. That's Haters. what they thought. <clears throat> University Administrator Todd Olson didn't commit to the fund's establishment in a statement on Friday, but said the non-binding vote provided valuable insight into student perspectives, oh. or in other words, was a total waste of stinking time. Yeah, so they're going to start writing checks to black students then? Yeah, well. Oh. Um, not quite? Not quite, Oh, no. they're just going to give them to community projects? Yeah, not no, not quite enough. yet, no. Yeah, Georgetown University, $1.5 billion in their endowment fund. This would raise 406000 in its first year, though, based on the mm-hmm. school's yeah, undergraduate have, enrollment. Yeah, they have $1.5 billion sitting around. Why don't they just take from in that? In their endowment? hmm At or, Georgetown? Georgetown University. Georgetown has $1.5 billion? Yep. You, don't need you know what Harvard is? Something like $37 billion? Or what's it even more than that? It's like unbelievable. It's They could pay for every student full-ride tuition for the next 25 years. Uh, two years ago, it was worth $37.1 billion, yeah. Harvard's. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. Jeez. Mm-hmm. They could pay for every student for 25 years. Do it. Harvard, wouldn't that be the... Oh. Progressive Sorry, thing 39, to do? now it's up to 39.2. Whoa. Pat Gray. All right. Uh, hey, Chad Roba Show is coming up in uh, just a few minutes. Awesome. Former, uh, well, a retired Marine, uh, former MMA fighter, uh, author. We'll be talking to him in just a few minutes. First, let me tell you about uh, Mercury Real Estate. No, actually, we're going to tell you about uh, Relief Factor this time. In America, it's estimated that over 50 million people miss work due to pain. Well, I believe it. They spend over $2,000 a year to combat their pain, and 66, 66% of us expect to live the rest of our life with pain of some kind. Yeah. Isn't that fun? That's wonderful. Mm-hmm. can relate to this. Uh, we've seen so many of Relief Factors clients here at The Blaze, including... Keith, a lot of success stories. Don't you take it every day? I do. Yeah, I have this uh, <clears throat> mystery pain in my leg, mm-hmm. and uh, when I take Relief Factor, I do not. I don't feel it. And that's I know, weird. You have a mystery pain. You don't know what's. I don't. From. I really don't know. I have theories on what started it, but I'm just so injury prone that there's no telling. Yes. But I know mm-hmm. that you know I've had so many surgeries. They tell you get off all your pills, and I don't think Relief mm-hmm. Factor would be a problem. You know, because it's all natural. Right. But I do it anyway. And then after I recover from the surgery, I haven't been taking my vitamins and my stuff and my relief factor in the mornings, and it hits mm-hmm. me. Oh, crap, my leg's hurting again. Got to get back on the relief factor, and it's back to feeling Just start great. out with the, um, with the trial. Yep. Uh, the quick start pack? Yeah. I sure did. Worked There's a three-week quick start pack that costs only nineteen ninety-five. So you buy that, you use it for three weeks. If you feel better, then like 70% of the people who order the three-week quick start keep ordering more. Yeah. And it's going to help. Could change your life. Finally get you out of pain. It's 100% drug-free, created by doctors. There's four key ingredients that help your body fight against inflammation, and this has them. Uh, so get your life back with Relief Factor and their three-week quick start for only 19.95. If you're in pain, what do you have to lose? 
You want a drug-free and natural way to ease your pain and get your life back. Go to relieffactor.com right now. Relieffactor.com. Pat Gray Unleashed. Another tax day quote for you. This is from Ronald Reagan. I've heard of him. Government does not tax to get the money it needs. Government always finds a need for the money it gets. That's great. Oh, oh, oh. That guy is so great. So good. Mm. I miss him. Yeah. Miss him. Me too. Uh, we haven't had a great president since him. No, we haven't elected a conservative president since 1984. All right. I mean, some people would consider George W. Bush, but mm, not mm. so much. I mean, kind of. Mm. Somewhat. Mm-mm. Middle of the roadish, progressive. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it sounds like a conservative yeah. president to sign on to the uh, Patriot Act, right? You're right. Okay. Sounds like we, a conservative. We all had lost our minds for a little while on that one. At least I did. Sounds like a conservative president. Were you not for it at the beginning? Detain. Um, I was sucked Border in Patrol on that. agents. I will admit, I was sucked in on the Patriot Act, mm-hmm. and now regret that because you know they should have put a sunset on it. And they didn't. Yep. And so it continues. And they're not using it for terrorism. Something like 95 or 98% of the usage of the Patriot Act goes in the in the war on drugs. Yeah, and that's because we didn't define in the law mm-hmm. what constitutes a terrorist. And right. the worst case scenario happened when Barack Obama rolled along. <laughs> so that's, that's what uh, happens when you pass laws like that and you don't think, oh, who's going to have the levers at their fingertips? Exactly. Exactly. So mm-hmm. then there was that. Ah, well, let's not go down the yeah, George, George W. Bush, w. Bush road. Bush. Ah, it's old hat. <laughs> <laughs> but Water will, under the bridge. But I will say, to mm-hmm. Trump's credit, he has done many conservative things that Ronald Reagan never did. And, and yes, and certainly George Bush never did. Uh, George Bush was, we need comprehensive immigration reform. <laughs> and we don't, need a, we don't need a wall, and we don't need a, a fence at the border. We've already got to, we got people down there uh, who can uh, 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 use their eyes. <laughs> okay, now, now have Bush say, "We don't even need border patrol agents. In fact, we got so many, we can just put some in jail." Why would I say that? I'm not bitter. I'm just oh, saying. You're talking about the border patrol agents, mm-hmm. like uh, Ramos, Ramos and Campion. Sure. <laughs> well, there's they're criminals, what? and uh, and they need to be in jail. They shot a bad guy. Yeah, in the butt. In the butt. And he had a buttectomy after that. <laughs> or something. Do you remember that? He yeah. lost his he lost something. I forget what. Like they took out his I don't know, rectum, darn near killed him. Uh and so we paid for all of his medical care. Do you remember that? Yep. Mm-hmm. We paid for his medical medical care and if I remember, gave him some serious cash, like a hundred thousand dollars. So that he could, you know, enhance his his drug trade a little bit better. Uh, I mean, it was unbelievable what yeah, happened Yeah, but it's not there. like Bush handed him uh, free weapons and hoped to track him down later like the next president did. True. Boy, we huh? just, we find so new ways bad. to screw up at the border. All the time. Oof. All the time. Let's talk about something, you know, less serious. Like, uh, like California's going to ban little shampoo and conditioner bottles from hotels. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Something less serious. Yeah. Good Lord, man. In California alone... Uh, hotels use hundreds of millions of single-use plastic bottles every year. Yeah, those little teeny things. Uh-huh. That you steal? I mean, borrow long-term? 
if you take the ones that you've already used, you haven't really stolen, right? Because you could have used that whole thing. What if you don't use them? Should you leave them? Uh, yes, I think so. Okay. <laughs> I'll look. All right. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, anyway, Ash Kalra of San Jose is co-authoring a bill that would ban the tiny plastic bottles at almost 10,000 hotels statewide. This is getting ridiculous, man. We can get those bottles out of the waste stream, but also cut the production of them, which is also harmful to the environment. Last year, Santa Cruz County became the first jurisdiction to ban the small bottles already. Now they're trying to do it statewide. This is a significant step forward to make sure that these bottles do not get into the bay. Okay. So Just, that's the problem that's in the bay, really? It's <laughs> it's not the poop in the streets. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> it's not the poop. Don't worry about the poop. Uh, that's great stuff because you can use that for fertilizer. They don't, but you could. What, are they trying to grow more asphalt? <laughs> what, what is it, sidewalk? Concrete? Get it? Asphalt? That's hey, good. Oh yes, that's good. Where's your right? shot? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what? They what are poop? you trying to grow yeah. more asphalt? All right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Keith in Maryland, you're on the blaze. Oh uh, yeah, I can't follow that. I'm too serious after that conversation. <laughs> Gosh, I'm laughing now, and I had a I had a thing I wanted to say. Uh, anyway, I, I just uh, my wife and I love your show. Um, Thank you. The obnoxious nerve and audacity of the Democrats to, mm-hmm. to try to hang America's America in the in the crosshairs of this reparation is just. I, I find it's hypocrisy at the highest level. I mean, come on, Trump needs to uh, do what he's doing on the border. He needs to say, okay, if you're a registered Democrat, you pay. Because they're the ones responsible for this crap. Mm-hmm. I mean, Republicans fought it. We fought it. And from our founding, we fought slavery and all this. That's right. And why, why are they hanging that, have the nerve to point the finger at us and say, we should be paying. No, you should be paying. Your party should be paying. Trump needs to say, okay, if you're a registered Democrat, I'm all for it. You, you pay. You know? I mean, come on. I would on. love that. I, I'm just so, I am just so, <clears throat> beside, you should listen to Candace Owens and what she says. She's on oh, fire. Oh, she's great. Uh, she's online, man. She was like going off on, you know, we're tired mm-hmm. of being fear-mongered into, you know, hanging it on the white man. It's not the white man. It's, it's you know, I, uh, I can't even go there. I'm just about it. Appreciate it. Thanks, Keith. You're right. I mean, it is it is hypocrisy at the highest level. And Trump is the kind of president who would do that. I haven't heard him do it. But, uh, you know, if you're the kind of guy who's going to say, all right, you want illegals? We'll give you illegals. We're going to send them all. All these illegals we catch are going directly to Cambridge, Massachusetts, San Francisco, and other sanctuary cities. You want them? You got them. Good and luck. He should take advantage of the bully pulpit and use this moment to educate Americans and, right. and blacks. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the to- party of Abraham Lincoln is who? Mm-hmm. Uh, the Republicans. And then talk about the the history of the Democratic Party and its clutches in right. racism and slavery and it's KKK always been. And- it has always been a racist party, and I I maintain it still is. Mm-hmm. The way they treat minorities is abhorrent. Yeah. The way they try to keep them on the government dole so that they can increase their power base is reprehensible. You've even got uh, Congresswoman uh, Tlaib <clears throat> saying, look, we're just tokens to them. They don't want to hear what we have to say in the Democratic Party. Can you believe Rashida Tlaib yeah. said that about yeah. the... She's a Democrat! <laughs> what are you doing in that party then, Pumpkin? What are you doing? 
That's it's crazy. It is really crazy. Uh, she lashed out at Democrats, not Republicans, in the wake of criticism leveled at Ilan Omar for minimizing. See, Trump tweeted out this video, and we might have to get into some of this stuff tomorrow. Yeah, because uh, we've got Chad Roba show uh, coming up in a, in a second here. But yeah, we'll we'll move this into tomorrow with the Rashida Tlaib stuff. We we have. Uh, Jake Tapper taking on Eric Swalwell on gun control, which is priceless. Yes. Um, So much show. Nancy Pelosi addressing the radicals in her party, which she tries to minimize and fails. Because there's, you know, we'll tell you tomorrow. She says there's five of them. Okay. (laughs) Maybe more like 500 of them. Wow. Jeffy's better at counting than Nancy Pelosi. No kidding. Um. And then this brilliant article from the Babylon Bee, which is a satirical website yeah. on, <laughs> on so. Ocasio-Cortez appearing on The Price is Right, and she guesses everything is free. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll get into all that uh, tomorrow. In the meantime, Chad uh, Robichaud is coming up here in a second. Let me tell you about Home Title Lock. From time to time, we get these great testimonials uh, from our friends at Home Title Lock, um, but they're really horror stories like this one. I heard you warn listeners about home title theft, but I didn't think we'd be victims until we got a bank notice claiming we defaulted on home loans that we never took out. Some thief stole our title online, forged our signature stating he was the owner, then borrowed against our home and stuck us with the payments. Don't let this happen to you. Don't don't even take the chance. She concluded, our identity theft protection didn't stop it. The bank said it's our problem and insurance didn't cover it. We've spent thousands trying to get our home back. You might think LifeLock covers you on this. Now, they do such a tremendous job on other forms of identity theft, but they don't cover home title theft. Only Home Title Lock protects your title online. So go to HomeTitleLock.com and get registered to see if your title's already been compromised. HomeTitleLock.com. Get some peace of mind on this that thieves can't steal your home from you. HomeTitleLock.com. Unleashed. Joined now by uh, Chad Robichaud. Uh We've been uh, we've talked to Chad before on the Glenn Beck program. Chad, welcome. Hey, good. Um, can you get that a little bit closer to your? All right. There you go. You have to eat it. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's all right. You gotta get it nice and yeah. close. Um, so you are uh, a Marine, uh, former MMA fighter, black belt in jujitsu. Jujitsu. Right. Yeah. A book author as well. Um, remind the audience of your background, some of the things you've done. Yeah, well, I was a force reconnaissance Marine and uh, had the opportunity to serve in JSOC task force and did eight, eight deployments to Afghanistan. And then uh, also was in, in MMA, as, as you said, and I was a uh, one MMA world title and uh, had my own kind of background and uh, of the things I serve uh, military warriors with now. We run an organization called Mighty Oaks Foundation. And uh, who helps veterans with uh, PTSD, suicide, and those types of things? And uh, I really oh, started great. with my own with my own journey of struggling with those things, coming home, really falling on my face, having my own battle with uh with suicide and depression and anxiety, and uh, getting on the other, other side of that and helping other warriors. And uh, so you were in uh, Marine Recon, yes, sir, which is Marine Special Forces. That's right. Yeah. Those guys are badass. Yeah, it's a lot and, of fun. It's uh, a lot of fun too. Yeah, it sounds like fun. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so and deployed in. Afghanistan. Afghanistan. And by the way, my my son is now in Afghanistan. Two oh days, wow! Two days now. Really? So yeah, it's kind of a different for me. I, I 
I'd rather be there at nighttime myself than right. seeing my son, but uh, yeah, he's there. You went on eight tours? I did eight deployments, yes. Wow. God bless you. Wow, and that's you know, amazing. Can I just say, today is tax day. And as taxpayers, we don't mind our tax dollars going to fund stuff like the greatest military in the history of the world. But wow, our government, story after story this weekend I was seeing, is the way that they fail our veterans and things like health care mm. and, and, and um, even just getting them the, um, uh, the, the, the protection, the body armor they need. When yeah, you go overseas. I mean, my my sons, you know, they, their unit has like this kind of account where people could donate to get extra gear that they're not given, uh, which is, you know, that is for me, I was I'm really having a hard time as a dad with that. I'm like, get these guys the gear they need. And then I'm sure you guys know last week uh, in a period of five days, we had three veterans take their life inside of VA facilities right here in Austin. Had a guy walk out of the, psych- the psychologist's office into the VA facility walk in front of hundreds of people, pulled the pistol out, and shot himself right on sight. Oh. I, mean, uh, I mean, we've wow. had 20 last year, 20 in, that uh, suicides inside of VA facilities, about, two, I think, 260 attempts. Uh, so, you know, the VA, you know, I always try not to bash them because of the, there's some good people in the VA that really do care and want to help. Sure. But as an organization, there's some very systemic problems. Uh, well, it's helping. run by the government. Yeah. You can't help but screw that up. Sure, right. Yeah, it's, it's a, too bad. It's big, right? This is the mm-hmm. second biggest organization within the government is the VA. Wow. Right. And, uh, you know, it's, after 20 years of war, there's a lot of uh, lot of need, and I don't think they were equipped to deal with it, and they're definitely uh, are, are struggling and making strides to actually have an impact and, and give the help they need. So, Chad, you said you were you, you were uh, depressed when you came back. Um, yeah. Was it PTSD? Yeah, I uh, did eight deployments, and it just, over time, it started off with just some symptoms of some physiological effects of anxiety, like kind of numbing in my arms, my face, my throat would feel like it was swelling shut. And of course, being a special operations community, you, you don't want to say anything. You kind of try to push it down, which I think a lot of guys, yep. you know, try to, do, they want to do their You're job. You're a warrior. And, yeah, you think you can overcome it by yourself. That's right. And then um, you don't say anything. And over time, those things got worse for me. Because it's, the perception is that it's weakness. Sure. Right? I mean, I was, I mean, that's exactly what I felt. I felt yeah. like if I said something, the guys would think I was weak and I wouldn't be able to do my job anymore. Oh, and so I just tried to so you know, push it down and press forward and, and end up, uh, you know, almost costing me everything. How'd you finally get help? Well, I, I came home, I was diagnosed with PTSD and I went to what I thought was a, uh, the right thing to do was just keep myself busy, focus on something else. And that's when I really uh, dove into kind of the highest level of my professional fighting career. And so I had a lot of success during that time. If you had looked at me from the outside, you know, it was you know, winning world title, I won a world title. I was kind of on a top, uh, top ranked, and I had I was very successful as a fighter at that time. However, I was still struggling. I was still having panic attacks. I was still not sleeping at night. My family started falling apart, and uh, so really, the rock bottom for me was our family separating. Uh, me and my wife selling our home, moving in two separate apartments, and facing a divorce, mm. which was you know led me to the point to where I was you know found myself sitting in my closet with my pistol in my hand, trying to decide whether I want to live or die, and. We know that 20 plus veterans a day, you know, have that, that hopeless thought, you yeah. know, find a home in their hearts that they feel like not just wanting to kill themselves because they think they want to escape their pain. It's, it's the idea that somehow the people that are hurt, my family, they may be sad without me, but they're going to be better off. And that's where I was. And it was my wife who, who cornered me and challenged me and really asked me how I could do all the things that I did in my military career, the success that I had there as an athlete. How could I do all these things that when it came to my family that I would, that I quit? And that question for me just radically impacted me and, and led me to a decision that I was to turn things around. Did you guys and get back together? We did. We did. That's We've great. been married uh, 24 years now. Congratulations. And yeah, thank you. Awesome. Yep. Mm. Uh, you must have incredible mixed emotions about your son being in Afghanistan. Yeah. Not only because of you know what he's facing on the battlefield, but 
what he faces afterwards, like worried about PTSD like you had. Yeah, I was just talking about this with my friend, uh, my friend <clears throat> last night. It's 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 really hard because I'm extremely proud of him. He's a third generation Marine. My father was a Marine in Vietnam, so now he's a third generation wow. combat Marine. And you know, when I'm going to Afghanistan, you know, back when I began 2003 to 2007 eight deployments i would have never imagined i mean he landed on bagram airfield on a c-130 just like i did the first time 2000 2003 i would have never thought my son would right. end up being in the same the war all these still years later be there yeah still doing it wow good and, golly and have my experiences and the experiences of working at mighty oaks serving all mm. these warriors and seeing what they struggle with as a father it's you know it's it's very difficult that's hard yeah, yeah. and that, that's what that's what i wanted to ask you you didn't have a thing like mighty oaks foundation uh, no. uh when when you came back what is yeah. some of the services that they do uh, for veterans that come back in a similar state as yourself? You, you mean the military or it, what? What is Mighty Oaks, uh, the Mighty oh, Oaks so, Foundation? What do they do to re- help veterans? Uh, yes, so Mighty Oaks, we do two things. One, we go into resiliency side, so to young young guys like my son that are going to deploy, like helping them be uh, resilient, understand the things they're going to face, the oh. reality of the things they're going to face. Oh wow, that's because cool. they're going to see things that they're not mm. supposed to see, or do. I mean, we it's necessary, right? America needs strong warriors to go and stand up for the people that can't defend themselves. But those, nonetheless, those things aren't natural. So they're going to experience and see things that aren't natural, and they're going to affect them. And if they're not prepared and not resilient to those things, they're going to send them sideways like it did for me. <clears throat> so we're able to give them things. Uh, we do a spiritual resiliency conference. I've spoke to about 150,000 active duty troops in the last few years. Uh, I, I go to Marine Corps boot camp, and the Marine Corps allows me to go and speak to these recruits in the very beginning That's about cool. resiliency, spiritual resiliency, understanding what it means to be a resilient warrior. And then the other thing we do is in the back end, we have uh, four ranches around the country that we bring warriors to an active duty and the veteran community. Uh, military sends them in orders to us, and we have them for a week in this peer-to-peer intensive program to deal with uh, the things they're facing, PTSD, suicide, depression, anxiety, and divorce, uh, uh, and how to be able to move forward. And uh, we're a faith-based program. Uh, however, about half of our people that come to us would not share our faith. However, they come to us for the help that they need. And, it's fantastic. Uh, it's been incredible. We had, we've had 2,500 graduates in the program, and uh, it's been you know amazing. Thanks for doing it, Chad. That's yeah, we, we love phenomenal. It. Uh, it's mightyoaksprogram.org. Mightyoaksprogram.org. Tell me about your uh, MMA career a little bit. Yeah. I, I, I love MMA. <laughs> I, I don't know why. It's brutal and bloody, and uh, I, I can't imagine getting in a ring with somebody and having my face punched in like that and uh, you know being left a bloody mess, but they got, the, the people in it seem to love it. Well, the point is not to get your face punched in. <laughs> yes. You punch in the other guy's but face. It's, it's bound to happen from time to time, right? <laughs> yeah. I've been, you know, I did 20 professional fights. I was 18 and 2 as a professional. So nice. I, I was on the, on the favorable side of, of my career. I didn't get beat, beat up too bad, and, and I walked away from it somewhat healthy. But, I mean, it's for me, it's not, I never had a desire to be a professional fighter. That wasn't ever something that I thought about. It was something that I did. I started when I was five years old. And uh, did martial arts and wrestling and judo and my whole life I got into Brazilian jiu-jitsu. And so for me, it was a progression of competition. And so mm-hmm. one day I found myself competing at a higher level and, and as a professional fighter in MMA. And uh, I, I love it. I never looked at it as uh, most people would, like kind of this brutality of uh, trying to beat each other up. It's more of a contest of skill and uh, through yeah. life of training and experience. And I've always... I mean, there's so much skill involved in MMA. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not one sport. It's like multiple sports right. come together. Plus, it's just high yeah. level of athleticism and, and mental very. mental uh, clarity and toughness is very important. Composure in those fights are so important. Yeah, no no question. Was there ever, you know, because we just had this uh, T.J. Dillashaw uh, yeah. scandal, 
where he's doing the EPO and just got suspended for two years. Was there ever a temptation to get involved in performance enhancing drugs? Yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's such a competitive environment and the higher you get up, yeah. you start justifying like those thoughts mm-hmm. because you think, well, everyone's doing it. Everyone's cheating. And uh, so the pressure is there. Does it seem that anyone way that the, Oh, yeah. And yeah. anyone that would say the pressure's not there or the temptation's not there, I think it's just being dis- disingenuous. Like it, the pressure is there. Um, it comes down to just you know having a good character and being the right sportsman and wanting to do it the right way and just put it in the hard work. I mean, T.J. Dillashaw, I, I believe you know I think a lot of people would would agree that he's he's he started doing it a long time ago and just never got caught. And right. I think those who uh, those who have been around who have been on performance enhancing drugs, once you start winning that way, it's hard ever not to oh, compete again because in your absolutely. mind you need it, you have to have it. Absolutely. And uh, I mean, he's an incredible athlete and he's he a, he's a brilliant fighter. And I, I think he just got caught up in it. And, and these guys are all ripped and in unbelievable peak <laughs> condition. <laughs> uh, like TJ. It's TJ's amazing. like, TJ's like, <laughs> he's like, acting like everybody's like, oh my gosh, he's got to be on something. Yeah. And, uh, and he was. And, <laughs> and he and was. It, and and it's, 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 it's sad because, but you know what? He's, he's taking it. Uh, I was pretty proud of how he took it. Yeah. He's, 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 he, he's apologized. He's totally came clean. Most guys are like, it's a bad test. It was something in my supplements. Yeah, but right. But he totally came clean on it. Uh, it was actually a uh, facial cream I put on, and I, yeah. I didn't know there was EPO <laughs> in it. I thought it was just lotion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just like my skin to be soft. Sure. What? Yeah. I couldn't believe it. That's everyone else's response, right? <laughs> yeah. he, 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 owned, he owned it. He's like, I'm going to sit he out, did. and I'm going to come back better. Yeah. That's cool. So. And, and by the way, just to be clear here, it's um, Mighty Oaks Programs with an S, programs.org. And we are tweeting out a link to the website uh, through at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. And, and it's really important anytime I get on that every vet, every veteran, spouse, family member, active duty, uh, reserve, it doesn't matter uh, what your situation is or if you got kicked out of the military, we do everything for free, including travel. Yeah. So if you need help so and you listen nice. to this, Come, there is help. There is hope, right? The people hit these points, but if you're like they're hopeless and there's no tomorrow, no purpose moving forward, there is a purpose moving forward. You just need to be able to tap into that, and we have free programs that are, or we believe the solution to this problem. Thanks for everything you're doing. God Thanks bless. for everything you've done for your uh, country. Absolutely. Uh, thank, thank you, you for guys for having service. me on. I, I you bet. Very absolutely. much appreciate it. Happy to do it. Thanks, buddy. Uh, you can also find Chad on Twitter at Chad Robo at Chad Robo. All right, we'll uh, see you again tomorrow on Pat Gray Unleashed.